Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru Podcast. My name is Chris Green, your host and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be talking about non-residential and residential buildings. But before we get started on that today, remember, if you've got questions about flood education, flood zone changes, flood insurance, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Now let's talk about today's topic. We're talking about residential and non-residential buildings. But before we get started on that, I want to tell you kind of a story that came across our desk a few weeks ago with another insurance agent where they were trying to figure out some difference in premiums. A client of theirs had four properties insured through them with the National Flood Insurance Program. They were all in preferred zone, Flood Zone X. And the first three properties had a premium of $790. And the fourth property had a premium of almost $2,600. And so the agent really couldn't figure out why. So we started taking a deeper look at why. And you know, one of the big things is the first three properties were actually considered residential properties. And the fourth one was not because of the way that it's used on the commercial side. It's used for more than 25% commercial use. So it was classified differently. So of course it threw it into a different rating model of how things are calculated with FEMA. And because of that, there was a premium difference of almost $2,000. So I'll tell you that as we start our discussion now on residential and non-residential buildings. You know, it can be a big difference in premium when you're talking about the National Flood Insurance Program. It may not be much of a difference, if a difference at all, on some of the private carriers because they do look at things differently. So that is important to remember. But, you know, when we're talking about residential and non-residential, remember, we're talking about commercial properties in both situations. And we're talking about residential, we're talking about things like apartment complexes or like a mixed-use building where maybe part of it is used for some apartments, the other part is used for office space, uh, which is very common. And so that's the difference between residential and non-residential. You know, FEMA has this rule about 25%, you know, more than 25% can't be used for commercial use in order for it to be considered residential. Even if it's the huge apartment units might have a lower flood premium than a commercial use because of the way that it's used. So that's really important to remember and understand when you're thinking about residential, non-residential. Maybe how you're going to use your commercial property. You know, it could be a big difference in profitability for you when you're talking about flood insurance. So while it was only a $2,000 difference on a preferred, imagine what it could have been if all these properties were in a special flood hazard area. So that's something to really important to think about on your investment. So and that's what we wanted to talk about today. So if you've got questions about commercial properties when it comes to flood insurance, are you in the right flood zone? Are you paying the right premium? You know, if you're properly classified correctly, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel and Facebook page, Flood Insurance Guru, where we do these daily flood education videos. Remember, we have an educational background in flood mitigation, which means we're here to help you understand your flood risks, your flood insurance, and mitigating your property long term to help you minimize flood losses and flood premiums. My name is Chris Green, President and Owner of the Flood Insurance Guru and your host of this podcast. And I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's episode on residential and non-residential commercial buildings.